let's go ahead and dive right on in to the news for week 15 um as a lot of stuff happened a lot of injuries this week i think this was a very consequential week for injuries um with, with the guys that went down talk about some headlines there's some crazy stuff starting to come out as we're nearing the end of the year here um and we'll look at some uh the playoff standings and, and whatnot, guys who are still alive, look at who's eliminated officially and look at some playoff clinching scenarios for week 15 to wrap things up. So as we always do, let's start with the injury report, get the somber news out of the way first. Um, starting out Baltimore quarterback, Lamar Jackson, ankle injury goes down. Not They are saying that he should be able to play this Green Bay game, but to me, if he's playing, he's going to be a, a fraction of what he is. Um, I mean half because he is a the most elusive quarterback in the league um same <laughs> thing with buffalo quarterback josh allen i think it's an ankle injury but they still haven't disclosed what his true lower leg injury is an undisclosed it, right it's now something with his foot um they during the game they did take off the sock they had him on the sideline yeah. they were um you know giving him treatment and they did spot him with a walking boot yeah, he left, really the, left left the stadium with, with with a boot, which typically means I think low ankle sprain. But then there was there was like they never said ankle. There's they just speculative said, reports about it yeah. being like a torn ligament in the foot or something like that, or or a strained or pulled. I don't know. It, they, again, it has not officially been stated what his injury is. It's an undisclosed lower leg injury. Only thing I can say, yeah, what I know is not because they would have said it. It's not turf toe. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> that's about the only thing I can say that's not. Yeah, but he does here. But as you're saying, he does have a. There is is it's a actual injury, and will he miss time? We don't know. But I mean, like you're saying, I'm waiting to see what 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 exactly is it. Is yeah, what it is, and then what where, where do we go from there? So. Well, Buffalo also lost wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders to a knee injury. Um, and I, I I didn't get to see the play where he got injured, so I'm not sure how uh severe this one is. Um. Carolina wide receiver DJ Moore also went down with a knee injury, uh, and Carolina also loses cornerback AJ Boye to a foot injury. Um, Chicago uh, has uh, QB Justin Fields being evaluated for a hand injury, um, and also linebacker Roquan Smith went down with a hamstring injury during the game. Um, Cleveland running back Kareem Hunt had an ankle injury. Dallas offensive line went Tyron Smith had an ankle injury. Uh, Green Bay quarterback Aaron Rodgers re-injures that toe, the the COVID toe. Uh, <laughs> L.A. Chargers running back Austin Eckler goes down with an ankle injury. Um, yeah, that one's that one's going to be significant for that team if they can't have him back. It, is it sounding like he's not going to be able to suit up this week? I mean, I know we're on a short week. on a short week. I I would not expect them to to trot him out there. I would expect him to do everything that he can to be out there on the field, but I don't expect him to. Uh, even if he is out there, he's basically going to be a decoy, um, in my opinion. Um, Tampa Bay running back though, Giovanni Bernard also has a hemp injury, and his look nasty. That yeah, was a nasty he play. Out yeah, he is not moving. <laughs> none of the, none of his body language spoke positive to me at all. It it, it looks bad. Yeah. So, and he may, he may be missing some significant time here. And the Washington football team can't catch a break. Two new injuries. Taylor Heineke goes down with a knee injury. And Terry McLaurin, he should be back relatively soon. He, he had a concussion. Uh, but those are always need to be taken very and, seriously. And, and, and teammate Curtis Samuel still nursing a, another injury. Is it a new injury? It's, oh, no, God. It's, 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 
can I say new O? It's Did he the re-aggravate same injury it? that he keeps re-injuring yeah, gotcha. every time he comes back? Just call it a year. God, they okay. they're doing fine without you. Just stay stay off. The- <laughs> I mean, but you know, just as a fan, I mean, we're being robbed. I'm like, we don't get to see what this football team really is supposed to look like because they can't get anybody to stay on the damn field. I mean, literally. Exactly. I've been telling you, their field is a graveyard. They can't. That they need to change that out for a fully turf field. They cannot. Yeah. They, they need to stop with this natural grass field because Washington and that state in Maryland cannot support a, a lush turf that isn't going to eat ACLs and MCLs and, 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 and knee injuries. Wait, and, wait, wait, wait. And guy, was this, was this the game with all the little potholes that was all over the, the stadium? It, it Basically. Was, okay, because I, 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 I yeah, that has I know because the Giants also have that like one little spot on their field that's not, a not, dead not zone. Not a spot. No, yeah, it no. was all everywhere. It was just anywhere bad. from the thirty. I think it's the thirty yard line on one side of the field. I can't remember which side of the field, but thirty yard line and in is just it's rife. Both of the uh the Joe Theismann and the Alex Smith injury happened on that side of the field, um, with within that thirty yard line, um. Uh, RG3's injury happened over there uh, just this year. Uh, Chase Young's injury happened on that side of the field. Like they just, it is a, it is a graveyard of injuries <laughs> over there. They need to just change out the entire field. Go, go, go turf field because they oh, cannot no, no. support this. For- I was going to say it was, it was in Green Bay. Oh. Cause I remember I was looking at Justin Fields. Oh my God. At oh, the field point, just gets torn up there. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay, just- but they can actually support actually doing that with yep. that field because of the climate that we have up here uh, in, in Wisconsin and Minnesota. You can actually support having a natural grass field up here. Anywhere in the Midwest, it's p- typically fine. Mm-hmm. The type of grass that you have out in, in on the on the coast, uh, on the East Coast, just does not support it. it it's, it's, not, it's not conducive to being ran on with 300-pound linemen and 250-pound uh, guys just kind of zooming across <clears throat> the field and tearing it up. It's just not conducive to that. Got it. So they they need to change their field because the, too many people are getting injured in Washington. That is um, true. Whether you're playing for Washington or not. Um, so that's neither here nor there. We'll leave it there. Um, headlines for this week. We touched on it in the last episode. Denver honored Demarius Thomas, uh, his 88, um, uh, on the first play of the game versus Detroit. Beautiful tribute. Uh, loved, what, loved what they did there. Just had uh, Cortland Sutton uh, take a knee on the uh, sideline there, tried out there with 10 men, take the delay a game penalty. Um, definitely uh, kind of got everybody going. Touched touch the hearts of any NFL fan that knows anything about Demarius Thomas. Uh, definitely uh, will miss him in the NFL world, even though he did retire recently. Still a guy that you'd feel like, man, at 33, too soon. Way too soon. Um, Some other depressing news. Uh, let's start with uh, wide receiver Josh Bellamy, uh, former uh, Jets receiver, uh, was sentenced to three years in federal prison for fraudulently obtaining, I think the number was $1.2 million in COVID relief funds. Are you kidding me? What? <laughs> wow. So we've had a whole COVID racket going here. Yeah. So that happened. And I feel like a lot of people are going to be upset with this. OJ Simpson's parole ended today. So he is now a free man. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> we're going to leave it at that. <laughs> uh, and last depressing uh, little 
note to take here is there seems to be COVID outbreaks are back here in the NFL. Uh, 37, 36 players tested positive for COVID-19 on December 13th. Uh, that was just this Monday, yesterday. Um, and then today, the Rams placed seven players on the COVID list. Uh, Cleveland placed eight players on the COVID list, including uh, J- uh, Jarvis Landry there. Uh, Miami, all three of their running backs are on the COVID list. Um, So, and that's coming off of a buy. That one to me is huge. Um, And I think that is going to give us a little bit of a indication of where we are with this new Omicron variant and whatnot. Um, Mm -hmm. There's, there is reason to be a little bit alarmed because now there's some guys going, getting even on the public stage right now, uh, going down and and testing positive for COVID. It's, It's spreading. So, uh, let's as a community get this under control. Get vaccinated. Wear your mask if you're not vasc- vaccinated, and and yeah. get in schedule an appointment and as no, soon as and possible. No, and there's something else that needs to be stated behind that. Little get message. your boosters. Yep, and one more thing we just kind of completely forgot because we want to progress and move forward. Man, socially distance. Yeah, that, that has not been through. Yeah, we can have the mask and yeah. we can do all of that, but there's no social distance at all anymore. And I get it, but the point is, from a pandemic ass point, people need to get it. Because yeah. they don't have it, it's just eh, doesn't exist, it's, or whatever the whatever the case may be. It 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 does. I've exist. been telling people in the grocery store, get back back up. Just, yeah, I, I know. I understand I mean, you're in line. I There's mean, still damn, dots on the it's, floor. It's Follow six, those. Yeah, six feet. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, it ain't asking like, man, I'm not asking you to quarantine in your house, and I'll see you in nine months. It's like, dude, you're six feet away. I can see you. You can see. You can hear. Me. I talk loud. I can right. project. Can you hear me right where I'm at? <laughs> yeah. I, I think we're close to six feet, but it didn't yeah. matter. You know, it's like, but my point is, we're not all up in each other's face. Yeah. You know, and sitting on top of each other, and we don't have to. You know, and it's like, and you can still live. I mean, look what the Price is Right is doing. Did you see? Did you see they stage now? No. You remember how the crowd? It was just a crowd. It's just two people here. It's oh, like it? sixteen people spread gotcha. out. Yeah, it's very. You know, I'm just. You could tell we're living in a post-pandemic era. You know, but my at point this point, being, I'm hoping we don't go back to regular on top of each other life. I, I've I've been liking the elbow room. <laughs> I, I, I love, I'm loving it when man when they shut everything down. I'm, I'm, I'm getting the roads were beautiful. Oh, oh my god! Get everywhere in 15 <laughs> minutes, every direction, anywhere you want to go. 15 minutes, like, man. With like you and five other cars, <laughs> just <laughs> just winking at each other like yeah, <laughs> we we own the roads. Moving on, right. get, get, gotta get COVID under under control. Yeah. And because this is this outbreak is this. I know we had a couple of here and there this year uh, of guys getting put on the COVID list. I know uh, uh, Keenan Allen went on the list last week and whatnot, but now 36, 37 players in one one day, one foul swoop, just boom, you're right. all on it. Up until this moment, I, they, the NFL, had, compared to last year, has did a wonderful job with COVID. You know, <laughs> Jesus they, you Christ. Know, <laughs> but yeah, eventually... You know, the, the bottom of fallout at some point because of the things we're saying, man, you have to, you know, you got to apply all of these. Yeah, they have these, to stay on these, top of these, these things, you know, all of these things that is preventative measures, not just pick and choose what you want to do and not do. Yeah. yeah. So moving on. I, I don't, This is not about COVID. But <laughs> no, I mean, it really is because this is really going to affect the season if this is how things are going to continue to play out. And I'm interested to see if the NFL will create some new. Uh, protocols based off of the the recent outbreaks. If this continues, right. Um. So we'll we'll see how things progress here. Um. Outside of that, um, this was kind of like head coaching nightmare this week. Hmm. Um. Let's start. 
Um, unfortunately, Chicago head coach Matt Nagy still has a job, so that's always going to be a nightmare. But moving on, Tampa Bay head coach Bruce Arians is uh, mulling over the release of AB after his COVID stunt. Uh, to, to wrap that up, but he, I feel like at this point that they haven't done it tells me that somebody within the organization, whether it's Tom Brady or one of the GMs, uh, like the GM or, or somebody else in that front office, mm-hmm. somebody is trying to tell Bruce Arians no. Because if you go back to when they signed uh, AB, Bruce Arians didn't want him in the first place. He said a couple mm-hmm. of weeks before they ended up signing him that eh, we were not interested. We, yeah, we, we, we feel like we have what we need to go on, on whatever run we need to do and this, that, the other. We, we don't, he's, he's not a necessity to us winning. Is basically what it came down to. Yeah. Um, so Bruce Arians was, I, I feel like, was against it from the start, um, and he almost was like, you know, he 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 approached it the way he approaches uh, Rojo, your career. <laughs> you know, it's it's all merit based, and yeah. you know, it's incentivized, and you make a mistake, I'm gonna punish you, and <laughs> you know, I, I, I get it, Bruce, I get it in the aspect that I can see that Bruce Arians is just this no top, you know, he it's just some things he's just not gonna put up with. Uh, but I think player. he had a zero tolerance rule with AB because of everything that happened with Oakland or no. sorry Vegas, um, so. Yeah, I I, I, and I, I get with the Rojo I comment. I, I get where you're I going agree. with that. It just, <laughs> there is some there there is some 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 pattern. It's small it may be. It's a pattern though. You know that there's something in these guys' behaviors that he just no. But I, what did Rojo do? I no, no, that's the thing. I, I have no I idea what nobody Rojo knows. It, only he, I don't even know if Rojo knows. I mean, <laughs> at this point, he must have rolled his eyes at him or something out the, on his way out the door. He said something to him. He didn't hear him and kept going. I, at this point, I'm I'm shocked. Rojo has not been cut by by I'm not Tampa either. Bay. You know, more so the bigger, even a bigger shock that he even in the midst of all of this, he's found a way to score two touchdowns. True. You know, so it just yeah, it's the weirdest thing, but. Back to the AB. Um, no, he was never a, an AB guy. I mean, of course, we know Tom Brady talked him into that. No, for sure. I I didn't want to get into that whole right, conversation. Right. I, mean, but... I, didn't, I mean, just point of reference. <laughs> yeah, I, we we know. You know, we, but and that's fine. You know, if he, you know, he's no idiot. You know, and hell, if I'm I'm, I'm any quarterback and I can get Antonio Brown, I'm. <laughs> Dude, get this dude here. Yeah. He, he he can only help us, me, whoever yeah. whoever the quarterback. And I is. get it, but at, at this point, but what I was getting at too was mm-hmm. the fact that I feel like if Tampa Bay and the organization were ready to do this, and and they were like, okay, we really have a zero tolerance policy with UAB. If this comes out that he he faked a vaccine card, whether he's vaccinated now or not, come on, like. That, that that I feel like that should have been an immediate expulsion, um, and the if fact it that it wasn't, happen, yeah, you know. and it's the fact that it hasn't happened by now. Uh, when it when it came out and he didn't do it by that next day, I was like, okay, this is going to be a story that gets buried. But now th- he finally comes out and says that he's mulling it over. Possibly he still might do it, but I think he's trying to convince the the higher ups. Like I can't have, I can't. How am I supposed to run my franchise if what I say? keeps getting undermined by by you guys up here right like we came in here talking about this is a zero tolerance policy now we got to follow it through i think he's trying to convince the higher ups that that's the that's the case i don't think tom brady would get in the way of bruce arians or be upset with bruce arians for the for cutting him because at this point first of all they're cruising right on along without him and Mm -hmm. two um i think tom brady understands like yeah you can't can't do that 
especially with the age of their 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 roster for one and mm-hmm. two the age of their coaching staff it's like all of these guys are susceptible to covid on top of the fact that bruce arians has had cancer twice interesting so like and that could be the other thing it could be a very personal yeah true but I, I but bruce arians has been on the other side of this a b conversation before covid was even a, a, a thought so true so that was that. It just there was interesting uh, little article that came out that I don't think got enough uh, light in the in the news cycle. Um, and then the other thing, whoo, Jacksonville is really trying to go back into this whole organizational failure uh, type topic right now with Urban Meyer. Jesus Christ, Urban, you can't catch a break. You can't. You can't. You can't have one week out of the spotlight, can you? <laughs> he just he has to be. In the spotlight, he you just he needs to feel like he's back in college football, doesn't he? I, I think yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, I'm not gonna slam this guy like y'all do, <laughs> but he's not helping himself either. And, well, and, no, no, no. I'm just. Did I'm you just, read I'm the article? Per- I am just a person, personally, as a football fan that just refuses. I just decline <laughs> to even comment on this. It just. Uh, it's not worth it. I, I I get it. I get having the conversation, but for me to actually actively participate in it, it's like it does not matter what I get to say. Because well, that's fine. We you guys get to all hear my thoughts on no, this. No, because... no, no. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, I have bullet I, points, by the way. I think, but, but and, and I'm going to spin this for Urban Meyer. <laughs> oh, you're playing an Urban, oh, Urban I, I, Meyer devil, devil's it. advocate and over I'm, here. I'm, I'm okay. going to let you have it. I'm going to let you have it right after this. This is all I have to contribute to this. That. I think he he kept his word and he said he was going to make Jacksonville relevant. <laughs> oh. And there you have it, sir. And there you have All it. All right. If that's if that's what he's doing, then, <laughs> sir, you're, you're you're totally that right. Is he, the is, only, he is he has followed through on hey, his promises. The only logical <laughs> reasoning here that it, that could be other than that, it's whatever you're about to say. <laughs> and I have no comment to that. Because because I'm not even going to get into the article yet. Because let's just go back to the all the BS that happened at the beginning of the year, starting with the 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 hiring of a, a misogynistic, racist, abusive uh, assistant coach, uh, and then the immediate firing of him because he thought he could get away go, get away with it, and then just was like, oh, I can't. All right, it was kind of just like, okay, sorry, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll text you later about it. Yeah. Type of thing. Wow. And then. We move right on along to OTAs and illegal practices, illegal full pads, and having to find the organization multiple times for having uh, these these practice issues. And then we kind of went into a lull, and he they were going moving right on along, losing games like we thought they would. Mm-hmm. And then, hey, I'm gonna get ground up on by some 24 year old at a, in in college town at my own bar in in Ohio because uh, I'm in Cincinnati and we just lost and now we're 0 and 4 and and, and this steam. is the perfect time to 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 get my spirits up when my wife is at home. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna just hang back one extra night. <laughs> Things that Not never fly sound. back with the team. Things that never sound good in any scenario <laughs> like this. <laughs> And then we did have a little bit of a lull again. We didn't hear anything. They they won a couple of games. They beat Buffalo in a six to nine game, and they were looking like okay. a trash team. Um, and we it was what we expected. And now we get to the point of first of all, early reports last week coming out that there was an argument. 
I even heard reports of a fist fight between Marvin Jones and Urban Meyer. I don't think the fist fight is true because if that was true, we would see a lot more uh, coverage of that. So I think that was just a rumor. Um, but still an, a heated argument uh, with a leader of the team coming in there and you he's clearly has some issues with you as the head coach. Um, and you clearly have no way of not just controlling him or uh, getting him to uh, understand your side of things. Uh, but the the constant ridicule of Marvin Jones throughout this season, throughout the press conferences, kind of using Marvin Jones as a scapegoat for a lot of the losses here isn't going to cut it. Um, and then we get other reports uh, later on that Urban Meyer has been boasting about how he's a winner and he has private uh, conversations with his coaches and his assistant coaches where he's calling them losers. And then on top of that, made them defend their resumes to keep their jobs and to stay around. Wow. <clears throat> um, Sir, you're the head coach. You're 2-11. and 11. Get the F out of here with that BS, first of all. Second of all, if I'm an assistant coach, I- I'm not defending anything. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be associated with the dysfunction that this team is. Um, yeah. We're seeing another situation of a college coach who has not been able to really make that transition <laughs> to the pro level. Not done yet. I get that. <laughs> but okay, I'm, I spoke too soon. Go ahead. Here's more. And it, and it culminates with if you're going to look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, let me just ask you this. If you're going to look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, by the way, team, if anybody's just hearing, tuning in into this, this is the Urban Meyer rant right now, just going on by Curtis Ford. Five. Because I said that this dude should have been one and done already. And I know a lot of people don't agree with that. And, and I'll get to Shad Khan in a second. But. It, I, let me ask you this about this last point. Go ahead. If you're going to look at the Jacksonville Jaguars offense, who would you say is the best player on the offensive side of the football right now? On the offensive side? Mm-hmm. I don't really know about their defense, so I, I won't say the whole team. I think he's the best on the whole team from what I've seen. But the best player? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Man, if it's not Trevor Lawrence, like the only other person I could say is literally but Carlos Hyde, maybe. Well, I was thinking the other running back, Robinson. I don't know what's going on with him. That's why I didn't I'm say I'm getting to name. what's going okay. on with him. Go right ahead. Um, so apparently last week in their 37 <laughs> to not last week, the week before, their 37 to 7 loss to mm-hmm. the LA Rams, we saw Robinson disappear for a while, did we not? Mhm. Apparently after Robinson's early fumble in this game, he was benched on on the sideline. They just sat him and Urban Meyer told him you can't go back in. Now, after the game, Urban Meyer reported, and and they the, a reporter asked Urban Meyer what was going on, and he said that he was just nursing an injury, just injury management, that I had to make sure that he was fine and put him back in. Oh, no. Trevor Lawrence comes out and states that he had to go to, or it's reported that Trevor Lawrence had to go to Urban Meyer and tell him, hey, Robinson's fine. Get him back in the game. We need a win. We, we, need, we need to go with our offense. We need to go with our best guys. Mm-hmm. And the there was some reports that they were trying to get Carlos Hyde going a little bit more because they, with his rapport with Carlos Hyde previously at Ohio state mm-hmm. and whatnot. But I don't think that that's really a thing, whether regardless of it is or mm-hmm. not. The issue is your bet to me, your best player on the entire team right now is Robinson. And you're just going to bench him because he fumbled the ball and this whole team sucks. Yeah, the uh, only the only production you've gotten out of this outside of the the 
the heroics of Trevor Lawrence of kind of overcoming the BS that this team is. Again, he's running a pro football team like a college, collegiate team, and it's just these rules or these these the you know this, this this philosophy is not going to translate well, and it's not as you can it see. Not. <laughs> Every, I mean, from on the field to off the field, he has treated his team, his life, as if he is still a college coach. And you're not at Ohio State, bud. Yeah, it's not. And where was he right before? Was he in Florida? Florida. Yeah, and he took some time off, but yeah. That's why, you know, I don't like getting baited in this conversation about Urban Meyer. There's no, you can't win a debate in Urban, unless you, <laughs> it's, it's, it's only one or a couple, a couple of points you can win because it's a slam dunk. Other than that, there's no debating it. Like, they couldn't put this on first take and they like start taking it and they have a real debate. It's like whoever's taking the, the affirmative, <laughs> it's just, what you know? What like are you take, talking about? Exactly. <laughs> like no one's gonna be able to follow you, you know, because you had to take that position. Like yeah. you're gonna be the guy that's gonna have to try to convince viewers mm-hmm. how this is a thing. You know, it's not. It's it, this is really he. Yeah. But that's all about Urban Meyer. The reason that's why. Yeah, that's all, yeah. But this this is the reason why I'm saying Jacksonville is trying to become. They they're just trying to stick. Like they they won't get out of their own way of organizational failure because. Just to either early this morning or late last night, it was reported that owner Shad Khan states that he won't make any impulsive decisions when it comes to the uh, hiring or firing or letting go of Urban Meyer at this point. And that right there is, I understand, Shad, if you, you, you feel like you can't make any impulsive decisions. But shouldn't your head coach and GM reflect that of you? Not making impulsive decisions because Urban Meyer grossly disagrees with that point. Urban Meyer is only impulsive decisions because he is only living in the very second that he is in. <laughs> right. He doesn't care about what's going to happen the next day for whatever actions that he's making. He clearly reflected that after the Cincinnati game. Mm. He doesn't care what's going to happen even the next quarter. Because that clearly was reflected in the Rams game when you benched J- uh, uh, James Robinson, right? James, mm-hmm. uh, whatever his name, Robinson. <laughs> you got it right. Uh, and at this point, I, I think it just like you said, he's running it like it's a, a college football team. Mm-hmm. Go take that Notre Dame job. <laughs> I know they hired somebody, but they would love to have you. Yeah, and I'm sure they'll make a make a way to for that to happen. <laughs> One way or another. It's just, I am so, like, if they don't fire them, Jacksonville is done. They, they, they As an organization, they're just done. They're, it they're, they're, it they're, may be the last PR. I'm saying this, I'm trying to run a team here. You know, this has nothing to do with X's and O's. I think he, that's the, the the only relevant element to his to him being there at this point that he helps sell tickets. No, I'm fine with him being there for throughout the rest of the season. We're at week 15. Right. There's no point in firing him today. I mean, if you're not going to fire him for the BS that he pulled at the beginning of the year, what the hell is this going to do for you to fire him? I understand that. Yeah. But when you hit the off season, you guys uh, you guys are eliminated. You you mathematically cannot make the playoffs. So at this point, Finish out the season. Hey, Urban, sorry. This is just not going to work out. We, we think we're going to go a different direction. I'm not, you know, I'm sure they're not going to have a 
a large or uh, <clears throat> a sexy pool of candidates. But it's it's just it's just gonna be one of those. Man, do you want a project job or or not? Because who you know, it's gonna be it's gonna take the next couple of coaches and coaching regimes to really, really get this team moving. But and be able to keep bringing talent over here. But this is, to I think, going to hold back Trevor back Lawrence. I think is. this is going to hold back whatever talent they have on the defensive end. Like, there's, I don't think there's going to be any sort of development for anybody on this team as Urban Meyer is the head coach. You're in private meetings with your assistant coaches calling them losers after you just lost 11 games. Like, what the hell is that? Something you see in college. So, <laughs> like I said, the head coaching nightmare right now in it the is. NFL. And I mean, damn, how much more can a team like uh, a city like Jacksonville has to be subjected to? It just if it's not one thing, it's something else. I'm just I'm talking about from the organization side. I want to see this organization actually do well, but I like again. I can't keep going back. They had a damn good draft, yet. It has translated nowhere on the field. Well, they um, lost Travis Etienne before the season which even started. Definitely, it starts with that first big domino right there. Um, which I would be excited for the, for his return, but man, you know, you already you've seen that 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 second year rookie element thing. Yeah. It's a very bittersweet kind of thing that you do, you know. But it it's it's, it's gone from like a rookie wall to a sophomore mid year wall. So. Exactly, but yet this guy has to go through it all for the first time. <laughs> and, oh, and, yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah he, got, crazy... he got knocked out at yeah. the beginning. You know he saying? didn't get to play the game. I don't even think he even played a uh, preseason Nothing. game. He's never suited up. That's my Jesus. point. It's it, he, he did the Blake Griffin thing. You know, just what Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah. You know, just <laughs> third, second year, third. You know, five, five year rookie. You know, like all of a sudden he just show up seasoned and raw. You know, fortunately, but, the NFL yeah. doesn't have that 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 caveat that it's just your first year playing as a rookie, not not your first year drafted as a rookie. So yeah, uh, it's, it's it's gonna be it's tough in Jacksonville, and I'm like, dang, this is they had that. I think they're you know it ain't two years away from being man. They're like four years away from being four years away. <laughs> like my lord. They're so behind. Is, but that's the type of things that happen when you hire a guy like Urban Meyer. You, you that is a massive setback for the organization because you had an opportunity at getting quite a few nice guys yeah. uh, out there. I mean, Eric Bieniemy was out there. Uh, Brian Dayball was out there. Uh, Leslie Frazier was out there, which unfortunately is being connected to the Chicago job. Which I mean, I won't say unfortunately. It's just not a guy who's in my top five of head coaches to come to Chicago, no, but he okay. keeps getting tied to if, if Chicago we, for here. But I'm like, I, I wouldn't be, who are you bringing to... with you? Cause right, I, right. I'm going to need some offensive assur- assurance that, <laughs> that we're going to have something on that side of the ball. Um, I, I do like him better than Nagy. Don't well, get me wrong. hundred uh, percent. Yeah. But I'm not saying that with a lot of confidence. Like I'm not or, looking or, or I'm to looking, be, or I feel very comfortable. Like, Oh yeah. Our problems will be solved as a bears fan. I am not looking to be okay with my head coach. I want to be excited about the head coach that we hire. I, I'm tired of being like, okay, let's see where this goes. No, I want to be like, okay, this guy is proven. This guy can definitely get it done. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I, I you know, I would say, yeah, I have gotten excited for some of the coaches that's come through here. The last one was John Fox. 
Mm-hmm. Oh God! Yes. That one just went. They would just let him do his thing. We would exactly. have freaking Deshaun Watson. Whole another conversation. But God. yeah, they just really screwed that one up. Crying freaking. Oh, I didn't mean. To Sorry, bring I'm not going. It, yeah. Let's move on. Standings in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> let's just move on. <laughs> uh, well, let's start with the officially eliminated. Let's get the bad stuff out of the way. Okay. Officially eliminated now is Houston from last week. We we talked about that. They're two and eleven. They got eliminated in week thirteen, losing to Indianapolis. But now Jacksonville, as we just previously stated, week fourteen with their loss, they they are now eliminated at two and eleven. The Jets are mathematically out of it at three and ten. And Detroit, they try to hold on for dear life, but it is in a slow and somber death for them. They are now officially out of it. So in memoriam, we we do remember these teams for the dysfunction that they were this year. Um, and we. <laughs> God, we need to have a video podcast. We do. <laughs> Your antics over here. I have so many. <laughs> uh, y'all can't see none of them. I'm just over here. Just uh, no, but these are these teams are done. There, there's no way that they can even try to salvage their season. They, they're they're phoning it in. They're going for the number one. Pick. Deja vu on this moment. These are, these teams are done. These teams. I could have sworn we said that at the beginning of the year about these same. Teams. Sorry, these teams are mathematically done. <laughs> I'm like surprise, surprise! Yeah. Uh, all the, t- the yeah. usual suspects. There's the final four, you know, <laughs> the four horsemen here. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about some good stuff now. Mm-hmm. AFC, New England leads the pack still after their bye week, nine and four. Tennessee's nine and four. Um, they they get the second seed right now. Kansas City also nine and four are in the third seed. Uh, with their uh lack of a tiebreaker right now. Baltimore falls down to eight and five. Uh, with the four seed there in our wild card suspects right now, L.A. Chargers eight and five, Indianapolis Colts get into the playoff picture seven and six, and Buffalo Bills fall all the way down to seven at seven and six. Hanging on for dear life with what one, two, five, three. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so there's three teams uh, on the bubble right now, all at seven and six. That will be Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Denver are the last ones in that <laughs> playoff picture right now. Um, and then the NFC side of things, uh, we're looking at a Green Bay team at number one, boo, 10 and three, uh, 10 and three Tampa Bay Buccaneers and a 10 and three Arizona Cardinals team. Um, Dallas is at nine and four, rounding out the division winners there or leaders at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, LA Rams, nine and four, uh, San Francisco, seven and six, Washington football team, six and seven are in the wild card at the moment. Uh, Washington football team has a tiebreaker over Minnesota and Philadelphia, who are right on the outside right now. And Atlanta and New Orleans right now are also 6-7, and seven, still uh, right there for the taking uh, with that seventh seed there. So those are the standings right now. Um, got some teams, got some movement finally in the standings. Um, but, yeah, it's just... Uh, the Rams kind of solidifying themselves. I like the the two LA teams sitting at at number five right now, just right on the outside of there. I think they're both one game back from their <clears throat> from their division leaders right now. So mm-hmm. it, it's wide open, and nobody has clinched yet so far. And that is what we're going to wrap this episode up with: is some playoff clinching scenarios in the NFL coming into Week 15. So let's start with Tennessee. Um, they have the first uh, playoff clinching scenario. Surprisingly, New England has no way of clinching anything. And what is wrong with this page? Uh, New England has no way of clinching anything right now uh, because 
they have a couple of uh, games with they have a game left with Buffalo and the game with Indy right now that keep them wide open for mm. dropping out of the playoff race. So it, it really comes down to the next two weeks for them Still to s- to stay in it. Um, but Tennessee can lock up their division. So Tennessee at nine and four would need a win versus Pittsburgh uh, at six six and one, um, mm-hmm. and they would need Indy at seven and six to lose versus. Uh, the nine and four New England Patriots to win the AFC South title. So Indy loses, Tennessee wins, they're in, um, and and that that'll get them the title. They'll be in the top four seeds. They they won't even have to worry about falling down all the way to seven or anything like that. Right. Um. Now, Green Bay, they are ten and three. Um. If they get a win versus Baltimore, they're in. The other option is if they lose versus Baltimore because they are going to be on the road. Uh, they would need Minnesota to lose versus Chicago to get the NFC North title. And that, that will lock them into the top four seeds, just kind of at that point plan to try to get that uh, that bye week. Uh, but if Minnesota lose, or sorry, if Minnesota wins that game in Green Bay, um, uh, if Green Bay loses as well, um, they can clinch a playoff spot basically by having either New Orleans or San Fr- uh, sorry New Orleans and San Francisco lose if they though both those teams lose this upcoming week um, mm. and Green Bay loses and Minnesota wins Green Bay is assured they will be in the playoffs they will have uh, one of those seven spots so those are their uh, scenarios for week 15 Tampa Bay also uh, has a chance at winning the NFC South title all they have to do beat New Orleans. Mm. Now, if they lose to New Orleans, uh, they will have the opportunity to clinch a playoff spot as well. What they would need is a Minnesota and San Francisco loss to uh, end up uh, locking themselves into the top seven of the NFC. Um, Now, Dallas is also on this list. Theirs is very convoluted on how they can get things uh, all wrapped up for them. Uh, Or not wrapped up. They're just trying to get a... uh, if they win versus the Giants and Philadelphia loses versus the Washington football team and five of the next six teams I'm going to rattle off uh, win, then they will guarantee themselves a spot in the playoffs. They would need either Arizona, Cincinnati, the L.A. Chargers, um, the Miami Dolphins, uh, Minnesota Vikings, or New England Patriots. Uh, five of those six teams win, boom. They already got it. They're, they're going to be in the playoffs regardless of any tiebreaker scenario. So got it. very convoluted on their way of clinching a playoff spot, but it is a possibility for them this uh, week here. So um, Kansas City doesn't have any sort of a way of locking things up this week just yet. Um, they will be able to really boast themselves if they beat L.A. on this uh, short week. But They'll take a command yeah. and lead of that division. Can't lock it up, though. Uh, Baltimore uh, can't lock anything up right now. Uh, Indy basically is trying to hold on for dear life. Um, if they are able to catch Tennessee, that would be huge, but they would have to beat them outright. So they would need a couple of Tennessee losses. Um, they, yeah. they would need Tennessee to lose three of the next four games because they have to beat them outright. Exactly. Um, which – isn't too far fetched, but just saying. Um, Not and this year. <laughs> Buffalo, um, they can still win the division, but it's uh, they're kind of in the same uh, boat as Indy right now, where they would need some big help. the The other thing is the Bills actually have a better chance at winning their division only because 
uh, they still have a game left versus New England. So yeah, if they, they can the, steal that, get that one on the win, fate they can, yeah, bit. exactly that. So there is that on the AFC side. NFC-wise, um, Arizona still has a chance at clinching a playoff spot as they failed to do it. They basically win and they're in, um, and, and, and they will uh, not lock up the division, but they will be in the playoffs if they get a win here. Um, they are taking their 7-0. and Road record <laughs> one yeah. to Detroit, so ah, uh, Detroit just never gets better. So, yeah, they sh- that should be just a foregone, yeah. And Detroit's should done be. anyway, so they're gonna probably phoning it in to make sure that they get that number one seed. Uh, no, the players won't be, but the management will, <laughs> exactly. Um, Tampa Bay as well, uh, just needs a winning in situation. Uh, for them, we kind of went over that already. Uh, and the Rams, uh, with their win on Monday night, actually kept them their their hopes of grabbing that that last seed alive. Um, I would say, Washington football team, they can really they have a real possibility of getting catched by Philadelphia. They still got to play Philadelphia twice here. Um, starting this week. Yeah, starting this week. But Philadelphia has a real nice chance at knocking Washington out of this race. A team where I think you had them third, I had them dead last. In, mm-hmm. in the NFC East, they really could make a push here and they could actually end up making the playoffs and having to play either Green Bay, Tampa, or Arizona uh, when it comes down to it. So uh, they, <laughs> they're they very much still alive, which kind of shocked me uh, coming off this bye week. Yeah. I think because they had to, it was able to get that win a week ago and then they went on the bye, it's just kind of like, hmm, they just kind of floated around. It's just they're still there irrelevant. A week later, so it's we'll see what's going to happen with Philadelphia. But um, I mean, at six and seven, we'll see what they do with the next four weeks. But they can control their own fate, and yeah, that that seven seed is up. If you that seven seed is really up for grabs in the NFC. Like they can anybody can take that out damn near outside of Detroit, but anybody can get <laughs> anybody could grab it. Uh, but I don't, if you're under seven and six right now, to me, you're done. I, I just, I have no faith because five and eight down starts with Carolina and anybody who's worse than Carolina right now. Sorry, bud. Seattle. Yeah. Five and eight out. Yeah. And then giants four and yeah, bears four, four and nine. That's it. And there's Detroit. Yep. So, yeah, it's not looking pretty if you're, if you have anything well, no, less than I, I know six wins, I know it's not New looking Orleans good for you. The Falcons, but I'm out on both of them anyway. But these they, are they outs. still they're tied I, I with it. the rest of them. I, it so makes I left it them in there. interesting football talk <laughs> for another week. But yeah, come on, you know, and I've been picking Atlanta, but this, this six and seventeen, yeah. <laughs> I, I would have no fear of them walking into my stadium. I mean, or me walking into their stadium. I'd even the issue with them is that their strength of victory is so bad right now. I'm just looking at them like, uh, like. But, but I have to say, impressively, five and two on a row. They are a road. <laughs> because of what you it, said, it, they're it, a transient it, city. It, they don't it, care uh, about uh, getting up to play at home. I mean, because and Atlanta is a place where road teams can come in and make themselves at home therefore Atlanta made themselves at home on the road because <laughs> they can't even win in their own they can't even win in Atlanta but they can win everywhere else yeah so <laughs> anyway that's, that's really the standings they just kind of wanted to look at some of those key playoff clinching scenarios and and uh, kind of foresee what can come here um but we'll